You are listening to the Beyond a Survivor podcast. I'm Karen Messina, and my goal is to share all of my knowledge, lived experience, and survivor stories with all of you. Together, we will talk about everything that will help you triumph over trauma, because there is so much more beyond being a survivor. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Today, I want to talk about outcomes and how you respond to things. So let's just dive right in. How do you respond to what happened to you? How you respond drives everything that will happen to you going forward. So I want you to think a little bit about your life. And when I say what happened to you, only you know what that is. It could have been something big. It could be something small, but whatever it was, it affected you and how you're moving forward in your life. Now, I want you to keep in mind, if you tell yourself that you that you will never get better or this will never end, it won't. But it is more than just telling yourself, it is acting on that thought process. So really kind of let that melt in a little bit. And we do this all the time. If you tell yourself things are never going to get better, or you say things like that, or you say, this is never going to end, or I'm never going to stop feeling this way, all of that, you're just convincing yourself over and over. Now, have you heard the term self-fulfilling prophecy? I've heard it a lot. I've never really kind of dug into it, but I did today. So prophecy means a prediction. So if you keep telling yourself that something won't work or something will happen again that you don't want to happen, you will stay in your quote unquote self-fulfilling prophecy phase. And that just equals being stuck. You're going to fulfill what you think, what you predict. Because like I've said many, many times, our brain is good at remembering. And when we keep doing things repetitively over and over, we keep saying things over and over, it's going to stick, right? And when I say fulfill, I mean, act on those thoughts. Behave in a way that proves that prophecy right. We do this because it feels safe, not better, but safer. You don't have to step outside of your comfort zone and risk getting hurt or feeling pain or feeling failure if you stay safe and stuck. Because it really is just being stuck in a space in your life that's just too scary to step outside of. That's why we end up in this position. All right, so here's an example of the self-fulfilling prophecy. Believing you will do poorly on a test and then failing the test or thinking that you won't get the job and then not getting it. In both cases, your beliefs influenced your behavior and performances, contributing to the expected outcome. Let's look at how you are responding to things. And in the example, your behavior and response and performance, that's the words those are the words I want you to really focus on. So what I, in the example, it was your beliefs influenced your behavior and performance. So if you look at behavior and performance, so if you're super anxious or nervous about a test or getting a job, your critical thinking will be low. Because remember, when emotions are high, critical thinking is low. 
So you may behave or respond in a way that is detrimental to you getting the job or you passing the test. Now, I say this because this has actually happened to me. So how, you must be saying, how does this happen? So by responding in the job interview that is off-putting to the employer or sending red flags to them. Now, remember, these people do this all the time, right? They interview person after person after person. And many times I've seen lately where uh, an employer will hire someone and won't work out for whatever reason. So now they're super in tune to the to the next person that they interview or that they hire. Now, your fear about not getting the job or the fact that you have convinced yourself that you won't get it will come out in how you respond in the interview. You'll be second guessing your answers to their questions or you might seem timid. However, this comes out for you. Employers know what they want and they don't have time to kind of nurture your insecurity. They want a strong, confident employee that can do the job, basically. So you being in control of how you present yourself is super important. It's also the same thing with taking a test, right? Your critical thinking will be so low because you have convinced yourself that you will fail, that your focus will be on the that fact rather than the test. Again, second guessing all of your answers. So once you have failed or not gotten the job, you can prove your prediction, right? Or prove the self-fulfilling prophecy. How does that make you feel? Honestly, really think about it. It might make you feel good in the moment because, you know, again, as I always say, you're going to be like, see, I told you, I told you, I told you I couldn't do it. I told you I wasn't going to get that job. So in that moment, it makes you feel vindicated. But honestly, really honestly think about it. How do you think that's going to make you feel to have proven yourself right about a negative prediction? Don't spend your time proving your point that you can't do it, but Use your brain power proving the opposite is true. So what if you turned your self-fulfilling prophecy around to a positive outcome, believing you, you'll do well on the test and then passing the test or thinking that you will get the job and then actually getting it? How does that feel? So much better. This kind of thinking just breeds confidence. So when you feel confident, you are more likely to do well. But confidence doesn't come from completing something and then feeling confident. It comes from feeling good on the inside about yourself, feeling so good that you are confident you can do it and then completing the task. Knowing that you are smart enough and strong enough and feel good about you. It's all about how you feel. Now, everything starts with a feeling, not a thought. Your feelings will drive your thoughts and your end results. Why do I feel this way? Well, maybe you were made to feel dumb or inadequate in the past, and that <clears throat> painful feeling was never addressed or healed. You heal it with a disconfirming experience, which leads you to 
feeling good and ultimately gaining your confidence back. What about triggers? Let's look at those. Can you use them to your advantage to help your pain? Or do you get mad at the fact that you're having triggers in the first place? Let's face it. We can spend years talking about triggers and that we have them and how debilitating they are. We could spend all of our time focusing our very important brain energy on that. Or let's use them to our advantage. So have you been avoiding the very thing that could move you forward? This is where your power is. When you feel a trigger, how do you respond to it? And this is what I mean about how you respond to things. Because how you respond to something is key. Looking at a trigger and stopping yourself and say, what made me feel this way? Or why am I feeling triggered right now? So when you feel triggered, I want you to stop and just say those words. Getting to the root cause of that feeling is so important. Once you have identified it, take control over it. So let's go back to someone making you feel inadequate. Someone told you at one point in your life that you can't do it, or they put fear into your thought process. And that's likely stemmed from their fear. Like when I talked about a couple episodes ago about how parents who are afraid to do things will talk about it all the time. And then, then their children will, you know, by proxy, just be afraid of something that they've never tried, but it's just being dumped on them by their parents and their parents will be like, Oh no, no, that's no, don't do that. That's too scary. And then the kids take that on. Right. So somebody may have put fear into your thought process about what will happen if you try or what won't happen if you try and you believed it without even really giving it a try. So that is the root cause of your trigger in that, in that instance, right? You can figure out what your root cause is by just stopping saying, okay, I'm feeling triggered right now. And it's because, you know, Mary Jane said this to me, why do I feel this way? What is it that she said? And just keep digging backward until you get to the root cause. And who does that feeling belong to? It belongs to the person who made you feel this way. So if it was Mary Jane in the third grade who said you can't do anything right and you know, you're know you having a trigger about that, boil it down and dig back to the time and place when it happened. This way you can take control over it and you can place that feeling with the person it belongs, not you. The disconfirming experience, however, will be doing the thing and successfully completing it and provide and proving to you that you are not inadequate or you are not whatever that person said you were. The disconfirming experience gives you the opportunity to prove that theory wrong. You have just taken control of the squashed trigger right? You squashed it. You stepped on it. You said, no, this isn't about me. This is about that person's problem that they dumped on me. So now you've just taken control over it. You have turned a negative self-fulfilling prophecy around to a positive outcome for you. That is 
I want you to really think about that. So all the energy that you were putting into your self-fulfilling prophecy that you are not good enough, I can't do it, I won't get the job, I won't pass the test. If you put that into motion and start saying, I am smart enough, I will get the job, I feel so good about it, I am going to pass the test, I can do this. You're turning, you're making your self-fulfilling prophecy a positive and it will be a positive outcome for you. All right, that's all I have. And it's a lot to digest. So I want you to pick this episode apart and put yourself in the scenarios. Or maybe you know somebody who, you know, is in the scenario. And I always like to say, if you're listening to this and you're thinking of somebody else who has this problem, please feel free to share this with them. But really pick it apart. You can go back and listen to it again and stop it and start it where it matters to you most. And leave me a comment and let me know your thoughts about it. All right, everybody, you all have a great week and I'll talk to you all next time. Thank you.